This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service. It's the world's shittest podcast and we're back for another episode and I have not one but two very special guests in here with me today. Mr. Taylor Coftry hey, and mate. Russ the Red Dog sitting in on this one. The executive p- producer of the pod. How's your week been, Cobber? Mate, it's been all right, eh? Pretty good. <laughs> 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 fucking Perla. Well, it seems though you're slip, sipping on it already. We'll yeah. fucking, we won't waste any time. No. We'll give the people what they want. It gets me every time. It's such a song of the fucking nation. And it transports you to a time. Uh, a it, time where, you know. Thick moustaches. Thick moustaches. It was carefree. They didn't have to fuck around on the internet. They didn't have apps. No OH&S on no work sites. No OH&S on work sites, Just dude. Blokes in stubby shorts. No shirt. If you wore a seatbelt, you were a faggot. Yep, that too. That too. So... What we are drinking today is because it's now summertime. Welcome to summer. It's the first week of summer. And I was thinking, mate, what is better than a fucking nice refreshing lager on a, on a hot summer's day in fucking Australia? Not much, Not dude. much. Maybe Not waking much. up unexpectedly and getting your dick sucked could yeah. be the only thing that is better than that. Yeah. But that doesn't happen to you very often. It's never, ever happened to me once, so I'm, I'm absolutely paraphrasing when I say that. But what we're drinking today is the Burley Big Head, uh, and it's a no-carb lager. So good for a couple of thick boys like us. Yeah, this is actually, this beer was made for me. Yeah. It's High carb, no carbs, sorry. If only they could just add more protein into this for, somehow. That would be fucking nice. Dude. Yeah, only like one gram of protein. If This would be better for me, I think, if it had a higher alcohol percentage. So it's a 4.2 standard, uh, 4.2%, sorry, and 1.2 standard drinks. Fuck, if it was 4.2 standard drinks, that would be fucking... That would be fucking nice. That dude. would be a spicy meatball. Um, so yeah, what do you think, what do you think of the, uh, of the lager? Because I know you've started to come around to the beer a little bit. I know you're an advocate of the, uh, the Great Northerns. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this? Look, it's for a, a non-sort of mainstream beer that sponsors like football competitions and shit. It's pretty bloody close. And it's nice. It's very smooth. It's Like it says on the fucking the whole point of this beer is that it is very light. It is very smooth. It's an these easy are, These drink. are dangerous because I think if you if you were just sitting around oh. shooting the shit with an esky full of this shit, you would fucking smash it and then you would go to stand up and die. Uh, yeah. And it's... It's, it is so light and so smooth that I can see that this beer literally might last probably about 15 minutes into the podcast (laughs) before we're going to grab a few more. So yeah, these are nice dude. Big wraps. Mate, a, um, a pretty, pretty big week in comedy. So we got to do the, uh, the Newcastle Comedy Club on Tuesday. Yup. I, I emceed it with Mitch Coyne. Bit of a slow start, I will admit. At one point, I was thinking, fuck me, dead cunt. There was, what, four people? Yeah, there was about at four At 7.30 when you're supposed to start. Yep. 
And I don't know what goes on in Newcastle, but it's like the later the show goes, the more people rock up. It's like a party, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. want to be the first one at the you party. You don't want to be one of the dorks there at the start, dude. Yeah, I, I've never gotten to an event on the time that it starts. Yeah, you want to be one and of at the, least an hour in. Fashionably I turn late. up. Most people are already pissed or fucked up or whatever. I get to roll straight in and play catch up and just everyone's excited to see you because they've been like just the, they've been getting the vibe up. And then when you get in, they're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> bam, bam, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I I completely agree. So. Up the top of the show, um, have been, I've been working on doing some crowd work and yes. sometimes, like I need to look at some crowd work tips. I need to do some, a bit more study because sometimes you get nothing and mm-hmm. you're like, what do you do? And he's like, Jack, what do you, I'm an electrician. And it's like, fuck, what, I can't really work too much with that mm-hmm. without saying something corny like, ooh, shock <laughs> me or something stupid like that. So It also doesn't help at all when... The person that you're trying to do crowd work with really isn't playing the game. Yeah. Like they're just being like, I'm an electrician. I'm a little bit, a little bit, bit, and you're like, fucking give me something here, cunt. Yeah. Uh, I completely agree. Prior to um, the open mic, so last Sunday we had the Movember showcase that was on at the Stag and Hunter. Yep. Sold about 50 tickets for that and raised over $1,000 for awesome. uh, men's cool. mental health. So that was sick. I hosted that with Mitch Coin as well, and that was just a fucking fun day. Like, everyone was down for it. There was one poor bastard that was on, like, a date, but with a chick that he friend-zoned. And he, he friend-zoned? Yeah. Man, you don't see that often, we do you? Do, you don't see it often. She must have a fucking rank moot. I don't know. What, I think, like, because it was a Tinder date, so I think he went uh. on the date with her before, and I think he was like, uh you just you just don't do it for me, but you're a cool enough person to hang around with. I think so. Right. I I don't know. He maybe he just wants a friend as a as a chick, and he was just sitting in the front row, and he was exactly what you're talking about. He did not want to be talked to, to be looked at, and you can tell that he was <laughs> like, "Hey, maybe we should sit up the back." And she's like, "Fuck that, we're sitting up the front." So obviously, you're directing crowd work. Do you reckon them. she was getting a little bit back on him? I One back on him, like, no, I like staying here, actually. Yeah. We should stay here. I think it was a combination of, like... I like this more than you liked me, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, it, I think it was, like... I think, like, what it was was, like you said, he was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good, don't want to do that to you. And she's just like, well, you made me feel awkward and uncomfortable, and I know that this is going to make you feel awkward and uncomfortable... So let's go. Like I'm telling bro, like his body language was just like, he was just head down staring at the floor. Like he just reeked of, please don't talk to me. And whenever anyone has that body language, you're you like, talk bro, I'm him. talking to you. You got to talk to him. Like if you're sitting there you looking sat at me there, dude. laughing, then chances are I might not even talk to you. It was a fucking good show, man. Everyone did, everyone did well. Um, great work from Eddie Rockefeller and Mitch did a lot of organizing as well. Great. So um, that was Movember. Wednesday night rolls around to one of the first shows that you did outside the New York, uh, the fuck, I almost said the New York Comedy Club, uh, outside the Newcastle Comedy Club was the Kent Hotel. Yeah. And it was the first time we'd both done that room and it was just an absolute stink fest. It fucking sucked. It is a bad room. And I have went back there one other time. 
and got to do like 10, 12 minutes. But there was probably about 15 people there that were down for comedy. Yeah. And it made it. It made it all right. So then um, Eddie's like, would you would you mind hosting? <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I need to that get... That should be, sorry, that should be every show that we do. Yeah. Every single comedy show that exists should be full of people who are down for comedy. It's fucking insane that you go and do stand-up sometimes and there are people sitting there in the audience. Sometimes it's a paid show. They've paid tickets to come here and they just aren't... Down for comedy. It's like, what the fuck are you doing here? It's so confusing. It's like going to a brothel just to fucking sit there for moral support. It's yeah. Like, what are you doing here? It's like to go to a strip club to like play fucking Flappy Bird or some shit. Yeah. Play to, Angry To play Birds. Candy Crush. Yeah, in the strip and club. And then chicks come over and talk. And you're like, you fucking fucking... Can you not say I'm playing Subway Surfer? I'm busy. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm busy too. It's like, you came here into the place that where there's tits. Yeah. Don't you, you came here into titties? the place where there is laughs. Yeah. Why aren't you doing that? So Eddie's like, would you like, would you like to host? And I was like, I would, because I need to get better at being an MC. And it's an opportunity to MC by yourself where at the comedy club, sometimes you do it in in pairs. So I was like, yeah, "Yeah, sick. I'm down, bro. We get there. Mm -hmm. Four people, two at the front, two at the back. Great. And then, you know, that special needs person. Yeah. She ends up rocking up. Awesome. And then... The other guy that, um, who you may, you know, the dude that brings the comment, uh, that brings the, the doggo to the shows. Yes. Maddie, he was there. And so for context, this guy has a service dog and he just comes to every comedy show, open mic, the comedy club, Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday. He's more committed to comedy than half the comedy scene. It's incredible. But then I'm just up there and I'm like, fuck, well, all right, I've got two dudes I can basically crowd work on and the other two are up the back, not interested. I know Maddie with the dog and I know from the last time not to talk to the special needs lady that she's just there for something to do. And it was tough going, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can like, imagine. Like, it was like, I, like I, did, I did pretty well, but it's like you worked for every single laugh. And then, you know, I said to the comics, I was like, Typically, it's five minutes. I think there were six of us. I was like, do what you want. Mm. Do as long as you want. Do it until you get off. Just try finish on something strong so we can bring the next person up. Um, most comics did did all right. Tried some new stuff. One bombed. Mm-hmm. And I was having a chat to Eddie and I go, who's the headliner? She goes, oh, Mitch Garling's coming up. <laughs> And I, th- I was just thinking, I was like, fuck, you poor cunt. Like, he's got to travel from Sydney up to Newcastle to do stand-up in front of six people. And, you know, did my best, got him warm, got it. He went up there. He did all right. He did pretty good, actually. But it's just like we were t- the, the Kent Hotel just fundamentally fucks a few things up. They put it in this place upstairs where they leave doors open to smoking areas so you can just hear people having conversations outside. They had the cricket blaring on, like, one of the other background TVs. Oh, strike two. And then they had people, like, in there playing pool and, like, two, three dudes that – it's like they won a court case, bro. Just yahooing and just, like, at the bar, just, like, talking really loud. So you're, like, trying to do comedy – talking over the fucking top of drunk people. And it's like, do I acknowledge that these cunts are making a lot of noise? Yeah, mate. Three strikes and you're out. Fuck. That's shit. That's shit house. So, 
And and with those nights, I don't even know if it's worth going. Like if it ain't. You, if you were like, uh, is it better to sit at home and just write new material for yes. a better show? Yeah. That's what I do. I think so. It's better to stay at home and write a couple notes in your phone of ideas that you have had throughout the day, and then watch the newest episode of Yellowstone. Oofed. That's that's the better way. That's a way better night than to go try and do comedy to four people at the Ken Hotel with all of those factors against you. Yeah. Yellowstone rips. Yellowstone's fucking sick as fucking hell, dude. <laughs> sick as fucking hell, dude. I wish I was a cowboy so fucking bad. That's why I bought an Akubra low key. I just walk around <laughs> going, yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. Out there. Go get them cows out there. Um, also, during the week, friend of the podcast, Liver King, exposed for steroid use after repeatedly telling people what i uh, this is what what some of the most liver king unbelievable on news. steroids dude i i tell you what's crazy what i've been eating raw liver for six months trying to get jacked like him and just seeing no results and i was like fuck i must be doing something wrong turns out i don't have eleven thousand dollars to spend on steroids every month the funniest thing is if he just came out Straight away. Liver King, huh? Yeah. So you could say that he's the Brittany Higgins of the bodybuilding world. You could definitely say that. Yeah, he's a liar. <laughs> he's a lying mutt with no evidence. Is that's, that what he is? <laughs> that's, that's, what it would, that's what it would seem because he's just like, no, it's all about the uh, nine essential tenets of sleep, eat, move, shield, connect, sun, cold, fight, and bond. And cycle into your asshole. Yeah, and human growth hormone fucking... Two mils a day straight into your he's fucking on, dick hole. What is he on? He's on like fucking test. He's on fucking Decker. Bruh. He he's had, on he's on everything. Like dude. he had a He's f- sending eleven grand a month. Yeah. What the fuck? That's so much money, dude. How it. does he even have that much money? I think How, he, where does he get his money from? I, I don't think, understand. Is I, he just a rich guy I that is he, able to do this shit? He was a pharmacist, I'm fairly certain, and had started these different supplement brands. And then it made a heap of money from his supplement brands and then created this Liver King thing as a thing to like hit social media, right? be like a gimmick to then promote the nine ancestral tenants and the primal fucking supplement company and boost that shit through the roof. Right, so okay. they had a whole marketing strategy. What's he going to do? He's going to be a guy that's fucking shredded. Like he's like, he's already jacked and he does work out and he does do like if you read the emails he does do some of the stuff that he's talking about yeah i mean he clearly works out hard and he does a a cool bunch of shit like that but you're on you are on steroids yeah like it is cool that he's very strong he does all that cool stuff he does the barbarian and shit like that like the barbarian challenge and all that type of shit which is fucking nice and he's obviously promoting fucking you know getting fucking big as fucking hell like getting shredded and being healthy and shit like that but he could have also just not been on steroids and just been an in-shape guy and he would have had just the same effect. They could have used anyone. And I think what it is, is I think like his ego was like, I want to be the face of this yeah. company. Mm-hmm. I'm the company. It's my company that I've started. If I get some jacked 20 year old, his mind, he'd be like, I'm more jacked than that guy. It would be better if I'm doing it. Plus I'm like 41 or 43 years old at the time of when he started to, really go with this gimmick. So I think that for him, he's like, it's an extra selling point. If I'm incredibly jacked at, in my 40s, then people are going to be like, oh, well, I'll follow, follow these nine ancestral, ancestral tenants. Yeah, I better not 
Better lock all electricity out of my bedroom and sleep on wood. Yeah. And then I'll be fucking insanely huge. I won't have to take 11 different types of steroids at all. Yeah. And I'll wear no shirt and I'll just have a furry little yeah. hat. But hey, honestly, the people who are get fooled by that, they do deserve it. Like if you looked at the liver king and all of the shit that he was doing and you believed what he was saying, if you believed that he was not taking steroids when he said that, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You're if you're if you believe his statement of the only PEDs I do is performance performance execute and dominate. <laughs> yes. You're Lord, a dude. fucking stupid. You're a cunt. fucking idiot. Dude. Congrats, dumbass. Um I I don't really The same g- dudes who believe that the Liver King didn't take drugs are the same as the women who believe that Brittany Higgins was right. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew the minute you opened your mouth that that's exactly where that was going. I was like, this motherfucker, he's got to find a way to bring Brittany Higgins in here. Uh, don't be Brittany Higgins, guys. Um, if But I think all of this goes away if he, like, well, he's come out now and confessed, yep, I did it. But the thing that pissed me off yeah. is the he goes, the reason I did this was to the reason I created the Liver King. It was an experiment to spread awareness for people with mental health issues, in particular young men. Don't try bring that shit into it, bro. Because oh, he's played the mental health card. He's pulled the mental health card. Damn, I, dude, that's I crazy. Took, I wonder who's done that. I recently. took eleven. <laughs> Brittany, I took eleven thousand dollars of steroids for over two years whilst making millions of dollars to make myself rich and promote my supplement company mm. for young men's mental health. Through manipulation of young men who want to see something that speaks to them and gives them some type of hope, some type of, uh, I guess, fucking um, reason to fucking get up out of fucking bed in the morning. If he was actually an advocate and he goes, and he was saying in interviews, you know, I live this lifestyle because... I've I've struggled with my ish, like my personal image for a really long time and this has helped my mental health and I think that this could help young men's mental health by living a healthy active lifestyle mm. getting enough sleep not being so reliant on technology getting out in nature and you know eating good food he's essentially eating the paleo diet without fucking a few vegetables and so he's just going toe to tail with organs and shit like that but don't bring mental health into it, bro. I, and on, also, too, it's it's fucking hilarious to be like, I'm doing. If you if you're depressed and you don't have meaning in your life and you feel like you know the world's against you and stuff like that, don't work on yourself as a person. Don't go to therapy. Just get as jacked as possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get as shredded and huge. Just just get the biggest muscles po- the muscles possible. And everything's gonna be okay. And then just never wear a shirt and see how much better you feel about yourself. Yeah. So yeah, I just thought that that was a bit of a wank. And he's come out and he has admitted that he has done it. If he had it, if he if he had just been honest from the start and just said that I live this primal life where everything I'm telling you is true, but I do take um, human growth hormone and everything else that's done through a physician, so my blood work is healthy. There's no, you know, perceivable damage to what my body's doing and it's all done through a physician and done through a professional. I do that because I've had low test levels for however fucking many years 
and I want to continue to live healthy and do this stuff into my 40s, I don't think people would have a problem with that. No, exactly not. Like if he had just been like, I live by these nine ancestral tenants and I reached my natural physical ceiling. I reached my physical limit. So I started taking these things because my personal choice was I wanted to be bigger. People would be like, sick. Yeah. And then if he can just put a disclaimer like, hey, don't go and just take fucking D-bowl tablets off the biggest guy in the gym. Like, do the blood work. Do whatever you want. Like, if you want to take steroids, it's your own personal choice after you get to a certain age. You know, it's just, I don't know. If he had just been like, buy the Liver King steroids. <laughs> Dude, if he had just, if he it. was just hocking all fucking steroids. That's what he should do. That's what he should now just be like, now that the cat's out of the bag, if you want to look like me, go to my fucking website. I got fucking test. I got fucking Decker. I got fucking blah, 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 blah. I got fucking... Was it fucking HG, HGH or some shit? Yeah, human got, growth hormone. Yeah, all that fucking shit, dude. I've got it all. Yeah, here's the physician I use. Get a little bit of that uh, commish off the fucking them going to the physician. Yeah. Another thing that caught my eye during the week, which yeah. made me really laugh, was Thai Buddhist monks failing a drug test. Now, I generally associate Buddhists with being chillers. Yeah. I would think that this would maybe be like... Marijuana, Weed, maybe, hash. maybe they've, yeah, maybe opium. a bit of hash. Because they're old opium, school smoking yeah. opium, dude. Yeah, opium pipes. Maybe they're getting really spiritual with DMT. Yeah, yep. They Shrooms. got busted, a uh, like a Buddhist temple in the north of Thailand, I think it was, oh. got busted um, with every monk on site testing positive for methamphetamine. <laughs> Is that the most That's such a curveball dude Meth Meth What the fuck Officials were tipped off about the state of the temple They were like it's a little bit dirty Like typically they take really good care of it so we don't know what they're doing. They're off doing quests, dude. Yeah. Dude. When you do enough drugs, you you start just doing quests. Life becomes a quest. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be you'll be asked three riddles from a troll under a bridge, mm-hmm. and then the quest is fucking on, dude. You have to go up f- find enough of a certain type of metal that you can scrap for change, so you can buy meth. Yeah. <laughs> dude, the best is like, imagine how imagine their self control. To be practicing Buddhists that nobody coming into the temple really notice that you're on meth. You're still nice and still focused on your breath work. It's that's fucking impressive, man. Yeah. These we instead of trying to cure the drug epidemic that we have in Australia, maybe we just need to make the meth users become Buddhists. Yeah, definitely. Maybe that's the way around it. Maybe if we just teach them the Zen lifestyle and teach them how to meditate. They won't be breaking into cars and trying to fucking steal phones and wallets. It could also be really dangerous too because imagine what an enlightened meth head is capable of. And a meth, someone who's a crackhead who's reached enlightenment and has made peace with the idea of the universe becoming one in through death. <laughs> what what are they capable of, dude? That is a Pandora's box that maybe should never be opened. <laughs> no, dude. There's two things that aren't supposed to mix is en- reaching enlightenment through dopamine restriction and just time and place and being one with God mixed with crack. It's That's crazy. It's fucking insane. I spilled beer all over me. It's fucking insane, dude. 
And now there's like now there's no monks that are there. So some other some I was reading the article and they go, take a note, Adam. I read the article. They go out. <laughs> they got some. They got some good monks. They, they, they got some good monks. They tested them and they go go replace the naughty monks. So the, the, got, na- the, the naughty monks got put in time out. The naughty monks are they've been uh, excommunicated from the monastery. So they can no longer practice being a, mo- a monk and they have to go and do drug rehab. Damn, dude. Imagine that. Imagine it would make you feel a lot better about your situation if you turned up to rehab and there was monks there. You'd be like, oh, fuck, see, it could happen to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Even you just look at them like, oh, man, sorry, it happens to the best of us, mate. <laughs> <Even> <laughs> I grew up in a broken home and housing commission. What well, What do you do? Also, you reached enlightenment. See, yeah. Well, I guess we're not so different, are we? Yeah. Seems like we. Were See, both it seems like it could happen to yeah. anyone, couldn't it? Couldn't it? <laughs> seems like we were both wasting our time and being misled, doesn't it? <laughs> that, that, fuck that made me laugh, dude. I was like, yeah, you're exactly right. Imagine being in therapy, in drug rehab, and there's four monks just sitting there, and they're just like, yeah, bro. Like, and you can tell a monk they've got a very distinct look. They've got the orange robes. They've got the shaved head. You know, th- you could you could spot them a fucking mile away. Yeah. Fucking hell. Made me laugh. Tell you what else made me laugh during the week. What? There is a physics teacher teaching in Scotland who has resigned. Some would say pushed before, uh, jumped before push. Right. Because her students... Mm-hmm. Found her OnlyFans account. Right now, have a look at some of these photos. So, oh shit! Okay, this, this is a physics teacher called uh, Kirsty, who was on OnlyFans as Jessica Jack Rabbit X. But this story has a bit of a good ending, I think. So, Scottish physics teacher Christy Bouchan, aka Jessica Jack Rabbit, has resigned from her job in a Scottish high school after her students found her OnlyFans account. Christy claims that her son had health issues and that she joined the site to raise money for medical bills. This is the best part, ready? Mm-hmm. She then later blamed the student's parents for allowing them to access pornography sites before the age of 18. I stand with Christy on this one. In what way? In the way that it's just like, what a fucking sick cunt, first and foremost. Secondly, bro... I went to an all-boys school where, like, testosterone was just fucking oozing out of cunts. Mm-hmm. If a teacher that looked like that was teaching at our school and the boys found her OnlyFans account, you'd have to keep that as close under wraps as possible. Yes. The interest in people studying physics would be through the roof. Yeah, for sure. Dude, I would have given anything. To have two of my teachers in high school have an OnlyFans that I found. I had daily, daily daydreams about wanting to fuck some teachers at my school. And if they had an OnlyFans and I found it, dude, I would have, I might have been the only person who knew. I wouldn't have risked telling anyone. Telling anyone, dude, to, to that. After you've been, after you've seen a video of your PE teacher fucking herself with a fuck machine in a 
LED lit tiny little room that she's obviously rented with about 10 or 15 other e-girls and then trying to like concentrate in health. Impossible, dude. Impossible. There's more ch- <laughs> nah, there's Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not going to keep saying it. <laughs> dude, I remember on a previous episode, you've, tol- you've told us about the PE teacher and I remember that uh, someone was playing Oztag, pulled the pants down, G-Banger was there. Boom. Instant wank bank for young Taylor Coftry. But who was the other teacher? What did she teach? Or what did he teach? <laughs> <laughs> no, she taught like cooking, like baking. Oh, yeah. So like, yeah, like home ec. I did, I did, there was like electives and shit. I did electives that I had no interest in just to be in her class. I did, I did a, a semester of a class called Brilliant baking. Yeah. And it's just like the only recipes I'm going to use out of this will be to infuse with marijuana later on down the track. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like I just made brownies and cupcakes. And I think one time I made plum cobbler. What the fuck is cobbler? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like a, like a, like a scone base. Okay. And then shit on top of it. Bit of plum, bit of plum cobbler on top. Yeah, I tell you what, mate, I love her to fucking cobble my plums, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we had a teacher at our school who was the home ec teacher, and she was, she was like kind of milfy, mm. like in a, like mum next door kind of way. Like if you saw her on the street, it you, you wouldn't be much. But when you're fifteen. And you're getting boners for no reason, just sitting mm-hmm. in class and you're a confused young man. You're like, what the fuck's going on here? It was exact same. There were yeah. so many boys that that had spoke about like the only reason they did that class is because they, A, need to do an elective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need Hospitality to seemed like a pretty easy elective. It's an easy A. You get to cook food. You get to eat You food, get to eat it. And teenage boys, always hungry. Always horny, and there's a there's a milf teaching teaching the subject, and there's uh, there's unlimited opportunities for mischief when you're dealing with food ingredients, cooking utensils, stoves, microwaves, ovens, everything. One time, I blew up a glue stick in a microwave while the teacher was giving instructions. Yeah, <laughs> why? Just for the fucking. I don't know, dude. It? I fucking I had a glue stick and I wound it down as far as I could, so there was maybe like an inch left in the glue stick, and that you know how there was like that stick that was in the middle. Yeah. So like it was just pretty much the whole thing of that, and then I put in, <coughs> and then I put in like water, and then I squeezed like lemon, and then I put like a little bit of fucking flour and shit in there, and then I just twisted the lid back on it, and I put in the microwave and just put it on for five minutes. And it just blew up. And so, and she was like there giving instructions. Everyone's like listening. For some reason, no, she didn't even clock the fact that my fucking microwave behind me was just on. So she's talking and talking and talking. And then out of nowhere, just went, foo, and just blew <laughs> up, dude. <laughs> and, and like, that's like a massive dint on like the roof of the microwave. And there was just glue and shit everywhere. And I just, I was just laughing. And she was, knew it was me straight away. Yeah. And then she was like, clean it. And I was like, nah, I've got to go. Fun- it was funny fucking I've got to go to my next class. And then I just got my bag and walked off. It was funny fucking up shit at school. We've spoke about that on the pod before. Did you want another beer? Mate, I'd love another beer. All right. We'll be right back. Cheers to being young and beautiful, mate. Back with another beverage. Burley Big Head. It's going to be the uh, <coughs> consistent beverage of this podcast, I believe. Yeah. And ironically, that's exactly what they call my penis. Big head. Burley Big Head. All head, no shaft. Yep. Big old <laughs> mushroom top. Mm-hmm. 
<coughs> I've heard uh, I've heard worse nicknames for a penis. To be honest with you, so yeah, definitely. That's that's all right, mate. Yeah, but I mean, also too, like, just quickly on that fucking chick who had OnlyFans. Why? Why did they get fired for it? I think because the students had found it, and to from what I read, I don't think it was even like seriously naked photos. I think it was just like lingerie and shit. Oh, see, that's fine, dude. I mean, if she's one of those chicks who's like putting those massive dragon dildos like up her ass and then fucking using that Hitachi to fucking squirt all over the camera and shit, then yeah, okay, fine. I can probably. <laughs> you probably Did don't. You probably don't want to go and learn about what was it fucking physics, physics and shit like that from a chick who's fucking got f- like videos of herself just getting fucked in the ass by a fuck machine and squirting everywhere. Yeah, you probably can't. Maybe that is unacceptable for the curriculum. Maybe. And then, t- and then to use physics against her for every action, there's an equal but opposite reaction. Yeah. So maybe that's what this was all about. Yeah. Maybe they really are teaching these kids. But I think that she's going to be fine. I, th- I think apparently she's going to struggle to find another job as a teacher. Yeah. Which means that. that you need to double down on the OF fans. Yeah. A lot of them do. I think a lot of these OnlyFans girls have just started OnlyFans and then have now very quickly realised that, like, the rest of their life outside of pretty much doing porn and disappointing their family is fucked. So they kind of just have to do that now. Well, you know, um, did you ever – you used to listen to the podcast The Fighter and the Kid, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Do you know – did you – were you ever listening where they had the – that chick, um, Kat was her name, who was – the producer yep. of that podcast or yes. helped produce or social media or whatever. Yep. That Vietnamese lady. Yeah. So. Or Korean or whatever she was. Brian and Brendan used to always joke around like, why don't you just um, start selling feet pictures online? And mm-hmm. then the fighter and the kid fans like got around the joke and just on her social media would be like, feet pics, feet pics. She started an OnlyFans account and was making like 60K a month. That's so fucking Then nice, quit dude. that podcast because she's just like, fuck, I'm not coming in and working for you guys anymore. I'm just going to show pictures of my feet. And then and then she dresses up in lingerie as well. Yeah. I saw this video the other day and it was this fucking... First of before I say this, young content creators are the worst content creators in the history of content creation like those fucking retarded like 20 20 year old dudes who like walk around in like chicago bulls jerseys with like an iphone just be like what's your body count huh oh, bet uh, like those re- retards he was going around and asking people how much money is in their bank account and he went up to this hot chick at a beach and was just like how much money is in your bank account and she was like uh i don't know if i should say and he's like oh come on and then he was she was like uh about four million and she was like and he was like whoa what what do you do and she was just like I just sell pictures of my feet. It's fucked. And it made me so fucking mad, dude. It made me so fucking mad, dude. That like chicks, chicks, if you just are born hot, you have the easiest fucking life. And then to have the audacity to complain about fucking sexism. What are you talking about? (laughs) What are you talking about, slut? Just take pictures of your fucking feet. You dumb bitch. Dude, I saw one the other day where it was a young TikToker and she was like, she's pulled up in a brand new AMG Mercedes Mm. sedan, opened the car door and she goes and gets her mum and she's like, hey mum, come check this out. 
her mum's like, what the fuck is this? And she goes, this is a car for you. And she's like, that's my dream car. How the fuck did you afford to buy a half a million dollar car? And she goes, oh, I've been taking photos of your feet and distributing them on the internet. <laughs> that's good, dude. That's good content, dude. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, dude. I fucking, I hosed myself. And the mum was like angry, but then like happy because she got an AMG. Mm. But then like kind of confused. And she's like, my feet? And she's like, yeah, mum, there's some fucking sick puppies out there. Yeah, dude. And she was kind of like, ooh. And then she was like, how much money do you reckon we could get? And she's like, mum, I've been taking sly photos of your feet. If we if we jazz the photos up, sky is the limit for feet pics. Absolutely, dude. People just pay for feet pics. But I can't imagine just jerking off to fucking toes, dude. <laughs> like... Toes and feet, like I just, I know you're a foot advocate. But I know you're fond of I don't, sucking I can't, toes. I can't jack off to just a picture of toes though. Yeah. I can't do that. And see, like, I'm not that into feet. I just want to put them in my mouth. Yeah, I don't understand how people like would look at feet and just that's it. Because there's a lot of femininity in the feet, dude. A I, lot of femininity in the feet. I know that everyone has their thing, but... I'm so glad that my thing isn't little kids and I'm so glad my thing isn't feet because they're both fucked things to be into. I, I I know a girl who said that she used to flick her fucking moot, flick her moot bean to just dudes, to just videos of dudes chopping firewood. Just, just, just hot dudes in like jeans and boots that wear, that wear like, no shirt, but then have suspenders yep. over over the top, just s- chopping massive things of wood. Because she and she was just like, it's literally the hottest thing ever. It's because she follows the nine and central tenants, and she's <laughs> <laughs> she's also on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a. She's when I say flicker bean, I mean punching her moot. Yeah, punching the moot, just fucking <clears throat> good old fucking moot fist. But yeah, because because she's probably got a clit that looks like your mushroom top dick, like. Mm-hmm. Just from all that $11,000 worth of steroids a month that she's taking. Yeah, definitely, dude. But I, but that's the thing, dude. Like, everyone obviously has their thing. and But a lot of people are fucking into feet, dude. A lot of people are into Back feet. To a lot of people are into just a whole bunch of shit, dude. Chicks can make... Chicks... There's never been a better time to... Uh, sorry. There's never been a better time to be a woman than right now. Yeah, 100%. And they're still fucking whinging, Brad. <laughs> And they're still fucking complaining, dude. Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. It will never stop, dude. I think you need to make it will never stop. You need to make a TED talk where you just where you where you go. It can, you can label it the death of feminism, and here's why. Here's three steps. Yeah. One. How fucking sick would that be, dude? Just me in like slacks and work shoes and like a, a, a nice shirt with like a vest over the top and like a little clicker to click the slide. Yeah. And I just walk down and be like, hi everyone. My name is Taylor Coftry. Thank you very so much to, for coming to my TED Talk. I would now like to have a moment of your time to explain to you why bitches ain't shit. But holes and tricks. And, and you could just have a three-step program. One, access the internet. Two, sign up to OnlyFans account. Three, distribute photos of your feet. And then reap the benefits financially. Reap the benefits financially Quit of almost every now. single thing that you could possibly think of and then still complain. We should make that a skit, dude. Like, quit your job now and just dress up as professionals. Are you tired of working? <laughs> Do you hate your boss? <laughs> My name's Taylor Coftry and have I got a solution for you? And it's just you just 
coaching girls. You'd be like an OF coach. Mm-hmm. I'm an OnlyFans coach. Yeah. You know how there's like... I specialize in feet. Yeah. You know how there's business coaches and there's like meditation coaches yeah. and fitness coaches. It's just like you're an OnlyFans coach. <laughs> just like mm-hmm. you've got a whistle and you're in like a matching Adidas tracksuit pants and you're just fucking whistling at their face mm. and you're just like, no, feet picks. I have like a big, rose I, petals. I have like a one big lecture about like identifying your strengths and weaknesses and f- amplifying your strengths, finding your niche, finding your market that you need to, you know, go to. Like yeah. you, you, obviously, you got a flat ass. So you're a tits chick. Yeah. You, you got no tits. You got a rocking ass. You're an ass. You're obviously a yoga pants squatting at the gym person. Go and film yourself squatting almost no weight. Yeah. Go go film yourself squatting what I warm up with. <laughs> and earn millions of dollars while while all I get is a sore lower back. <laughs> I'll go tall like, away at yeah, work. You get millions of dollars and I struggle to put my shoes on because I've got a knot in my lower back because I squat pretty fucking heavy, actually. <laughs> I actually do squat heavy. <laughs> Dude, that's, it's, I think that there is room in this world for an OF coach. And if you'd like to hear uh, some some more suggestions or if you've got any suggestions, feel free to slide in our DMs. And yeah, definitely us. hit me up because I would love to coach you and then also take just a sneaky little... Just a percentage. 5%, a coach. 5% cut. You can't do it without a coach. You can't do anything in life without a coach. You can't. And the back to shitty content creators, I tell you the cunts that I hate the most is the guys that walk up to people in cars and say, hey, what's up? I'm Brandon. What do you do for a living? And like... Oh, yeah. that What's that fucking Daniel Mack? It's oh, Daniel Mack. Is if he just comes up and... Whoever the fuck it is. The funny... I do follow that guy. And the funniest thing ever is... Every single time that he goes up to a woman in a massive car, it's literally either OnlyFans, porn, or they married, they married rich. Married rich. Every guy. single fucking time. They're like, whose car is this? And they're just like, oh, I married rich. And then some of them will be like, oh, I don't fucking want to say. And every single time, dude, it's either a chick who's selling pics of her pussy, a chick who does porn, or a chick who just married a rich guy. Yeah, dude, it's <clears throat> fucking, it's, it's crazy that... I've never caught my head around the fact of how OnlyFans works just because if I'm think if I'm sitting there in a business mindset, right, and you cut like if, if OnlyFans was pitched on Shark Tank, it would never have worked. Imagine me and you no. walking into the four sharks are sitting there and we're like, Hey, I'm Taylor I'm Bradley Bishop, this is Taylor Coftry, and we've got a solution for you that's gonna generate over $500 million in the first year of opening. And they're going to be like, what's that? And it's like, you know how we've got Netflix and it's a subscription base? And they're like, yeah. It's like all of these young hot women just come on our site and then people can pay to see photos of them naked. And you you know how there's porn? Yeah. And you know how it's free? And then you know how you can pay for a subscription to a site to get all the good videos? Imagine that paid subscription, but it's just for one individual woman. And every you have to pay your own separate subscription to every single individual woman. They'd be like, that's fucking retarded. Yeah. Get out of my office Get now. Yeah. 
we're asking for a 10% down payment and share of the company. It's like, no, dude, get the fuck out. Cut. I think it's also too, is that like, it's, it's dumbfounding to a lot of people of how the fuck it works. But I think you do have to remind yourself that there are a lot more men than you think that just don't get any pussy that yes. don't even get looked at. They're, they're invisible to women. And we and 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 what's different? They are, dude, and they're losers, and I don't care for them. But they do exist. And the thing with OnlyFans too is that, like, you get to talk to them. Do you? Yeah, they interact with you. You can oh, talk to them, and you can that's you can get custom videos made specifically for you. Like, you can get videos of them like saying your name while they're fucking disappointing their dad or some shit. <clears throat> and That's, and okay. so they have that it's like a sense of whatever that whereas regular sense. dudes who have been able to get pussy are like i would literally never pay for that yeah because i like I, i've i've spoken to mates that and we all were just like how the fuck does this work but now that there's now that you tell me that there's personal interaction yeah yeah there's so many desperate weird dudes out lonely there. dudes who girls don't even talk to them ever that would love that, and shit. just the some of the hottest chicks get to be like, "Oh my god, I love it. like all that." You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's very sad. It's a sad state of affairs. Nothing to anyone who does OnlyFans really is just capitalizing and manipulating people who are um not having a good time with their life and stuff like that. So I think they're all actually bad people. So in conclusion, <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. Get that bag, ladies. You fucking sluts. God bless America. I suppose it's worldwide, isn't it? Yeah, it's worldwide. God bless. Look, the earth. I mean, the reality is, men is like we need gangers. Gangers make the world go round. They do. And there was a, there's a very famous quote that um, someone, uh, that I think it was Amber Rose, <coughs> for, formerly known as being one of Kanye West's ex. Oh, and didn't she, was she with Wiz Khalifa? Yeah, she was banging Wiz Khalifa. They had a couple of kids. And um, she's famously said to a gentleman, if sleeping with a lot of guys makes me a slut, what does a guy that sleeps with a lot of women make? And he said a slut maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he is. Hell yeah, dude. So, anyway, in conclusion. In conclusion, we went off a little bit of a fucking... We did go on a little bit of an OnlyFans tangent, but hey, fellas, if, if you know, if your name's fucking... Hey, if you want us to do a podcast exclusively talking about OnlyFans, <laughs> don't say anything because it'll never happen. It'll never happen. I don't know how much OnlyFans content we could constantly squeeze out. Um, we should put our podcast on OnlyFans. Yeah. Call it only friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Taylor, you know that at uh, every week we like to bring to light some shit cunts that have caught our eye throughout the week. Yes. And for the past few weeks, there's been a group of shit cunts that have caught my eye. So I'm gonna we're gonna hit this. The Sunday roast. For every horny young man out there that's paying for OnlyFans accounts, there's an equal shit cunt that's just congregating in society that needs to be called out. And that's what this segment is about. It's about highlighting shit cunts and letting the world know that you are on notice, young man or yeah. young lady. Quit it. And Whatever you're doing, quit it. And, you know, this podcast has 13 listeners and 13 more people are going to know how much of a fucking shit cunt you really are. Yep. Quick honorary mention to just shit fucking customers or mm -hmm. shit people you have to work with. That's just popped to mind because I, when I said shit cunt, my, my brain just took me back to earlier in the week, but we won't talk 
about that. The shit cunts that I want to talk about, it's the FIFA World Cup. And it's mm-hmm. the FIFA World Cup in its entirety from its corruption. And I know, like, I've spoken about this on the past few weeks, but what I want to identify this week is the shit cunts that are the Soccer World Cup fans. Yeah. They are the shittest fan base of... It's the biggest scumbags of every country get together every fucking four years and just be like, how can we completely misrepresent our country by being a bunch of fucking derricks somewhere in the world. Yes, that's exactly what they do. They're a bunch of fucking losers. And you know what, dude? The thing that's fucking irritating me this week is, A, people telling me what music they listen to on Spotify. Congratulations, mate. You like fucking Lil Uzi Vert. Go play in Traffic Cunt. The second thing that's annoying me is all these people that are pretending to care about the World Cup, posting, go Australia, we want, we beat these cunts 1-0. Oh, my God. Yeah, Australia's we beat Tunisia. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I, up until two weeks ago, I thought Tunisia was a dip that you get at a fucking Turkish restaurant, dude. I thought Tunisia was just how you properly pronounce Tanzania. Yeah, I thought... I thought it was the same country. I thought I was just pronouncing Tanzania wrong. Oh. But there's actually two different countries. Well, there you go. Now I'm educated because I actually thought that it was like another form of tinea that you were talking about when people said said that country. But it's just the fans, man. Yeah, they are. They're fucking shit, dude. Do my fucking head in. Like those cunts in Melbourne. Did you see like all those people congregating in Melbourne? Yeah, in Fed Square. Yeah, jumping around, lighting flares at 3.30 in the morning. If you are a human being and you're going to watch sport and you're like, all right, before I leave, I've got my phone, my keys, my wallet, bro, where are my flares? If you've got to take flares to a sporting event... You're a nerd. Sit on a fucking cactus. Are soccer fans the most low-tea fans of any sport? They are, and I think what they... Of any male sport, And I I think what they do is... They're the most low-tea fans. Is they try to make soccer fans and hooligans cool with... With movies like Romper Stomper, I think it was. No, Green, Green Street, Street Hooligans. Hooligans. Romper Stomper's just about neo-Nazis. Oh, is it? Okay, my apologies. But it's the same level of gay. But it's like, the, like when you're 13 and you saw Green Street Hooligans and you're like, and for fuck's sake, stop calling it soccer. It's football. You were like, yeah, dude. Fuck, I'm going to go for West Ham. That's fucking sick. Can't West Ham's fucking good. <laughs> we're going to finish 11th in the Premier League this year. It's our year, mate. But we're going fucking mental. We're going fucking mental. And you, you when you grow up, you realise... Also the worst accent in the world, too. The worst accent. They sound stupid. You would never hang out with those cunts. If, if you were like, hey, Brad... Want to come to fucking St. Kilda versus Collingwood at the G? It's like, yeah, fucking oath, dude. Me and all my St. Kilda buddies going to go. And regardless of the outcome, we're going to fight some Collingwood people. Yeah. I'd we're going like, to beat the shit out of a bunch of Collingwood supporters and we're going to destroy the streets on our way back to a train station. Yeah. That'd be a hard pass from me. I'd be like, hey, you know what, dude? I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss out on that. And also, please don't ask me to hang out again. Yeah, dude, exactly right. So, like, these, these soccer fans have just done my fucking head in. And the, the, we're, in a roundabout way, where I'm getting to this is you can have nation pride. You don't have to be a fucking parrot. And do I want the Socceroos to do well on an Australian level for the World Cup game? Obviously. 
Yeah, I want them to win. Hey, but mate, hey, have but just hey, just as long as they all have fun. Yeah, just go and have fun because as long as everyone about. has fun, then I'm all good with that. And I like, I just don't give a fuck enough about the World Cup, and it's I find there's like almost a fakeness in excitement around the World Cup where if soccer was as popular as this in this country, I tell you what's the biggest sport? The fucking A-League. I don't know a single person that can name every fucking A-League team that could tell you the best five players in every A-League team, yet my social media is full of cunts that are like, fucking go, fucking Australia. We beat some fucking war-torn country. How many A-League teams do you know? Dude, all right, let's go. Brisbane Raw. Yep. Adelaide United. Yep. Is there Melbourne United? There's Melbourne Victory. Melbourne Victory. And then there's Melbourne City. Melbourne City. Newcastle Jets. Newcastle Jets. Central Coast Central Mariners. Central Coast Mariners. Wellington Phoenix. Yep. Uh, Who's Perth? Perth. I don't. I have no idea. Yeah. Sydney FC, obviously. Sydney FC, yeah. uh, Western Sydney Wanderers. Yeah. Um, Canberra doesn't have a team. Shock me. Uh, Is there any other New Zealand teams? I don't know. There's Perth something. Perth Glory. Glory. Perth yeah. Glory. Glory. There we go. But you know what's funny, dude? Is that there's maybe like 12 teams and it was a fucking struggle to that. Know was that was a struggle. I have no idea, dude. Yeah. Like, I could name more New South Wales Cup teams than I could name fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking A-League teams, yeah. dude. And now, like, and now if you want to, if, if we do take this challenge, can you name five players from just one of those teams? No, there's not a chance. No, neither Not a I. chance. Like I if, could name, oh, dude. If I don't even like, know if, I don't even really know players that play in the A-League. Yeah, if they were like, your family is at risk of getting executed if you can't name five fucking Sydney FC players, I would stab in the dark and be like, is that John Aloisi can't still play? And they go, no. <laughs> Dude, and most of dead. the Socceroos don't play in the A-League because it's shit. Mm. Most of the Socceroos go and play overseas. Yeah, they play in like the EPL or if they're good enough to make it there. But anyway, soccer fans... Just stop being a bunch of shit. Yeah, and just the, it doesn't make sense why, how they get so up in arms enough to riot. Yeah. It is crazy, dude. I could never even see myself being close to rioting, to going out in the streets and like lighting flares and setting cars on fire and fucking throwing fucking garbage cans through fucking storefront windows and shit. And I'm a St. Kilda supporter. Yeah, dude. Like, I think a lot of it is mob mentality takes over because they like soccer, so they're obviously a bit stupid. And then I think it's just a lot of, like, not wanting to be left out and just being like, no, I'm a proper football fan. Yeah. And it's like, all right, dude. I got so mad I punched a camera. Who do you go for? Manchester United? Okay, sick, dude. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Oh, you're a Chelsea fan? Oh, you like Liverpool? Cool. Yeah. Oh, you'll never walk alone? Tell me about it. Yeah, hey, t- hey, show me an Australian football fan that goes for fucking Wolverhampton. Yeah. Or, or like Stoke or yeah. some shit. Or, or what, fucking Burnley? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Burnley. <laughs> then, then fucking I'll show you someone who actually follows soccer. But every single fucking Australian football fan goes for Man U. 
Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham. Yeah. And, and Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Those six. That's it. And that's it. Because you will it. not find a fucking Australian Fulham fan. No. You won't do it. No, you never would. And I think it's because the EPL is also fucking rigged and they just have like... If you want to go for someone that wins, you kind of only can only go for 16. You get six <laughs> choices. Speaking of shit cunt fans, and I know that you're going to know more about this than me, uh, this guy is an absolute disgrace. And I can tell that he's a disgrace just by the way that he's dressed. But his actions is what have caught my eye. So I've often seen this guy when I do watch AFL and it's weird that the media kind of sensationalizes sensationalizes certain fans. Yeah. There's certain fans that catch the eye of cameramen and you know whether it's a guy that Yeah, they become cult like. They become cult like the cat man from Geelong who yeah. dresses up as a cat and hisses at people and shit. I think a lot of it too is like these are just retarded guys. These are just like special needs people. Yeah, they're they're on the spectrum, and they need help. Mm-hmm. The fan that has caught my eye this week is Colt Collingwood. <laughs> Cheers, Joffa. Figure, Joffa, who has pled guilty to child sex abuse charges and has admitted to sickening acts with a fourteen-year-old. Yep. Hey, this who guy's. Who would Hey, who would have known that Collingwood are scumbags? Who would have known? Who would have known that the club that is hated by everyone else who doesn't go for them and the stereotype is that they're poor, scumbag, bogan cunts would have done something like this? Who would have thought that the club that embodies classic convict colours <laughs> yeah. would go on to commit... And mentality. ...commit sickening acts? This 62-year-old man has admitted to sexually abusing a boy like 17 years ago. And I had a quick... I saw a quick squeeze that he 17 years ago? Yeah. When was that? I think the kid was like 16 years old or something. Like he played guilty to sexual penetration of a child under the age of 16. He was 14 or she was 14. But apparently the I think it was a boy. Apparently the cunt got like... People were writing, like, letters of recommendation for this guy. So this happened in fucking 2005, man. It's f- fuck this clown. Damn, dude. What the fuck? That's very crazy to think that people do give, like, good character references and stuff like that to someone who's, like, fucked a kid like and pled guilty and they'll still be like, yeah, but my experience with him was that he was very nice. Yeah, like fucking the St. George um, guy. I think he was like a board member or something who was uh, defending Brett Finch. Yeah. And wrote a letter of character reference to be read out in court. Like, bruh. And he got off too, which is fucking insane that they were like, oh, he was just trying to find drugs. Brett Finch what? got off. Yeah, he got off. Did you just not see that? No. He got off. He got, he got thrown out. He got pleaded not – he got fucking – Fucking, what's it called? Proven not guilty or whatever the fuck, at least. Dude, what the fuck? Because, and they were saying that he was on a drug-fueled bender and he was trying to find drugs. So he was... What, and tripped and stumbled into a fucking pedophile So ring? he Yeah, so he was basically in a child pornography online thing. I was like, what? I was like, what? Is he trying to find meth in a fucking four-year-old boy's asshole? Dude. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Because there was like, there was... There was shit that was written, like his text messages saying that, like, yep. he used a fake name, but he's like, I'm in my 40s in f- fit physical condition. 
looking for like a 14 or 16-year-old boy and wanted to see a 16-year-old boy in Speedos. Mm-hmm. That is fucked. Damn, dude, yeah. that made me angry. But God. apparently, yeah, is somehow they've been like he was trying, but he was really just trying to find drugs. What he was, so he was acquitted. Is that the acquitted? Is that what you were looking for? Yes. Let me have a quick squeeze. Have then. a squeeze, mate, because I tell you what, it's fucking outrageous. Honestly, anyone who does anything like that should be fucking shot and buried underneath a prison. They should. There should just be like public execution for those cunts. Let me see here. Oh, no, he's pled guilty. Wait, August. Former NRL star Brett Finch has pleaded guilty to using a sex hotline to share child abuse material. The former New South Wales and state of... The former New, <clears throat> the former New South Wales state of origin halfback on Tuesday had six charges withdrawn mm-hmm. but entered a guilty plea to one count of using a carriage service material to make available child abuse material. Finch, 40 years old, was arrested when strike force detectives raided his home over his alleged involvement in an adult telephone service that was being used to transmit child abuse material. Oh, my goodness. They seized his phone for forensic examination, and he was charged with five counts of using a carriage service to make available child abuse material. Police earlier led... Police earlier this year laid two fresh counts of carrying a service to make available child abuse material. He appeared in Sydney's Downing Central Court on Tuesday alongside his lawyer and pled guilty to one count. He had a further six charges available um, that were withdrawn. Oh, my God. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Hey, you know what's fucking crazy? One of his one of his messages, November 6, twenty twenty. My name is Brad. <laughs> Thirty five, masculine build. <laughs> well, that's looking, not me. Looking to have a hot chat, talk about real kinky stuff like having a threesome with a sixteen year old boy. What messages the? also escalated to him wanting to perform sexual acts with a twelve year old boy. The details are too stir- disturbing to print. See, and like I know that he's using a fake name, but don't use fucking, don't use an honourable name like Brad. Yeah, come on, dude. Use a name like Wilson or something, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, dude. Like Brett and, Brad and Brett is too close of a color, coloration. Fuck, I can't even speak. Exactly. They're too, cu- too close. <laughs> like, If you're going to lie, dude, you may as well give yourself like a good fucking liar's name, dude, like Brittany. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate, do you have anything else that you'd like to add to this segment? Look, I don't know if it's as much a Sunday roast or more of a Sunday toast, but I feel like there's shit people and good people in this entire story. Okay, hit me with it. German MP. Great start. Leaves wife and kids for porn star. (laughs) An MP has sparked controversy by leaving his family to move in with a new lover, a porn star. That should last. A porn star in Germany... Um, sorry, an MP in Germany has sparked country by leaving his family. He is a member of the Free Democratic Party and has been a sitting MP since 2017. He had been with his 51-year-old partner, another German politician, for uh, uh, 16 years and they share three teenage children. But he has now left her for Anania Shemalhak, who used to be, who is a porn star. 
Racing uh, Shamalnak, 43, now hopes to enter politics after a life on screen. She said her relationship bloomed with Reinhold during mentoring sessions as she prepared to stand for the FDP in local elections. So she's gone straight from fucking getting fucked on camera to fucking the general public in politics. Dude, she's never going to make it as a politician based off her previous... I don't know, work. dude. Germany's pretty fucking gay, so they might do it, dude. I mean, look at her, dude. She's a fucking piece. Yeah, she's not bad. Damn, dude. Look at her. She's fucking hot as hell, dude. Dude, I would fucking leave the fuck out of my 51-year-old 50, <laughs> wife if a fucking hot, young ex-porn star dude was, was just like, yo, I love you. I'd be like, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably guarantee that the fifty-one-year-old wife is completely sick of his dick. Hey, you know well. what? The fifth, the the woman of the fucking mother of my children, the woman who has carried and birthed the most important things in my life, and has given me support of all the years that I've had to come home after a hard day in politics. You know, she's fucking rubbing my back, giving me fucking dinner and shit like that or whatever. She can go and get fucked. She can take a fucking seat, dude. Yeah, get out of here, dude. You're 51. Yeah, it's like... I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you. I have a fucking hot, young porn star. He's essentially done the Leo, but 25 years late. He gave me 25 years of grace. He's been sitting on it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he I think pondered, I might do it, but I can't. He pondered every year. He prob- pondered every year for 25 years. And then at the 26th year, he goes, enough is enough. Yeah, enough is enough. He goes, nein. Nein, wenn Wogen scheigen, I will not shake I like the young hot girl who gives me the sloppy top and the gok gok 3000. You never give me the gok gok. <laughs> why are you Why did the German MP turn into Borat? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Mac. I'm now dating the number one porn star in all of Germany. If a German, if a German gets angry enough, he becomes it, Kazakhstani. He becomes Kazakhstani. <laughs> Very nice. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, mate. Well, thank you again for coming on. I appreciate you giving Thanks up me, mate. Yes, yeah, Saturday. I hope you enjoyed the beverages. I hope you get to go back to the Merryweather Baths and just hang around some fucking genuinely hot people. I was at the Merryweather Baths the other day. Yeah, dude, it was fucking nice. Just to take a piss, to be honest with you, and walked in and I was like, there's fucking hot people everywhere. It was like the hot per capita, it's something in Merryweather just just skyrocketed. I I think it's all of the money. Yeah, everywhere I was looking, I was like... I think it's the being the most expensive suburb in New South Wales money. yeah, because all of those hot, all of those rich, successful dudes just get hot fucking wives. Yeah, and then they have kids, and I tell and you, their what, kids are hot. I tell you what, there wasn't a normal like two thousand and six bikini to be seen inside. Nah, they're all the Euro bikinis it's now. All where the it's it's ninety nine percent ass and just like the tiniest, tiniest little piece of fabric covering the pussy. Yeah. It was just like dental floss that had been turned into a swimsuit. I and was tits out. Like pretty much the bikini stops like at the areola. Yeah, it just stops at the nip. 
abs and just ass and tits out, dude. It was, and, and we definitely, definitely should respect them. Apparently, it, there was there was so much like stimulation of everyone that it was around just being too hot, and there was fucking plenty of hot dudes. And the hot, I was about to say, dude, oh, and the hottest, and dude. the hottest dudes you've ever seen. Yeah, dude. I was like, I go down there and I get my fucking sloppy, haven't played football in eight years rig out. And there's just the hottest dudes and the hottest chicks everywhere. It was demoralizing. And I was just like, is every dude here 6'2", bronzed with a fucking six-pack and a dick like a Pringle can? Like, there was just hot boys everywhere. There was hot boys. There was hot girls. I was like, this is a lot. I'm going to take a piss and I'm going to go back to being a fucking disgrace in the shadows where us disgraces hang out. It's because we're from Canberra and collectively most of Canberra is a disgrace. Yes. There's the... Like Cam- Canberra people, hey, respectfully, hey, you're respect- a disgrace. Hey, respectfully, now that I'm up in Newcastle, you're all fucking ugly. Respectfully, you're ugly fucking hermits who are all fucking pussies. And respectfully, and, and res- hey, res- <laughs> respectfully, I'll never go back. And respectfully, dude, you may have an APS job and you may be a Canberra eight, but guess what, dude. You're a fucking Newcastle four, you mother. Yeah, yeah, you are, dude. You're a fucking Newcastle four. And you know you what? You better fucking stay inland, cunt. Because you know if what? you come anywhere near the coast, you, you're going to find out real quick, just like Brad and I have. That this is I'm hot in Canberra. This is the jungle out here, baby. <laughs> yeah. You can't swim in these waters. This is where the apex hang out. Exactly. This is the wild, dude. It's got Canberra is Canberra is a conservation camp. It's a zoo. We got great whites and killer fu- whales out here, yeah, motherfucker. Dude, you get your fucking you get fed the food out here. They hunt for it. They hunt. They got to hunt for it. They're hardened. Yeah, dude. You come out here and you think that as a Canberra eight, you're gonna quickly realize that you're a Newcastle four. And when you start hanging around with the apex out here, bro, you're gonna realize. You know what, dude? I'm a Fucking seal, bruh. I'm a fucking seal, dude. Well, we're probably more walruses. Yeah, we are walruses, respectfully. Respectfully. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, dude, respectfully, (laughs) we're fucking walruses. With with the greatest respect, we are. We are walruses, but I'm working my way towards a seal. Yeah, dude. I think we just get hotter being here. Yeah, dude. It's like osmosis. Yeah, it's just like, you know... Mate, like in Canberra, would I would I have ever worn a button up shirt with four buttons undone? Nah, hell no, dude. But in Newey, bruh, we can. In Newey, bruh, we do. I got the new showing found off the chest tats, dude. dude. Showing off the chest tats, and I'm fucking getting about it. There was something else that had just spiked to my mind then, and I can't remember what the fuck it is. Uh, about what? Um, about how hot everyone here is, is here, dude. Yeah, dude. Fuck people are hot here. Oh, dude. Oh, I remember what it was. So after seeing. Just every hot person in Newcastle. Yep. I've gone in to take a piss and I've seen an old man, an old walrus, a senior walrus. Senior walrus. Senior walrus in the... in Hardened. So in leathered. The, leathered. And you know how you go into the toilets at the Merriweather Baths yes. there? And there's just open showers? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Old walrus, old boy walrus, old leather boy. skin, completely naked, just scrubbing his dick, washing his underarms. And I went and I took a piss and I walked up and I said, from one walrus to another old walrus, I said, thank you, sir. And I shook his hand and I gave him a little tug on the dick and I said, you have a good day. Yeah. And he said, thank you, sir. He said, thanks, brother. And he goes, keep walrusing. Keep walrusing. And he said, mate, one day you'll you'll have the confidence to do this. And I go, respectfully, I hope so. I can't wait until I'm... Have the confidence in myself to just have naked change room showers and just oh. have my dick out. Those old boys will 
those old boys are wild. It's crazy, dude. Because I worked, because I was a pool lifeguard for like six years, six, seven years. Yeah. And the amount of just unsolicited 60 plus cock that I saw was fucking astounding. Yeah. It is astounding. And I think that like, you know, maybe there's like a little bit of a problem with those blokes where they're like, where can I respectfully get my dick out in front of the public and not be shamed? Maybe yeah. shamed for it. Do you reckon like every old dude who gets his dick out in the change room is like half a step away from just being someone who gets their dick out and wanks in public? I think so. Yeah. I think that's the stepping stone. And I think that like, I think for them, because like, remember like swimming lessons and stuff in primary school, there was always a naked fucking dude. Just always. And it's like, why is there a naked guy in here? Without fail. And it's just like, why do we have to? And they're just like, just don't worry, get changed, kids. We'll watch you, make sure everything's all right. And I'm like, he's taking fucking wank bank snapshots in his brain about all us young fellas. Absolutely. Dude, I would, it would not be uncommon that I would walk into the change room to clean it and there would just be a dude, an old dude, naked, completely naked, dick out at the sink, shaving. Yeah, dude. Shaving his face. It's so just funny. with his dick out. Yeah. And, I, and like, just being on, like, man. can you just. You, do you not have a fucking towel you can put around while you're shaving your face? I'm talking shaving cream, the whole face, razor, yeah. slow, you like methodically d- just with his cock out. And it's like, you couldn't have done this at home, buddy. There was yeah. like, you were in, you were that desperate to shave your face that you're like, not only can I not put a towel on, I have to do this in public. Yeah. And I can't go home. I have to do it right Part of this man's day before going to swim some laps for his general health was he packed his togs, his thongs, his goggles, a towel, and then his shaving cream and razor. Mm -hmm. And at no point thought, maybe I'll keep the togs on. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll shower after I shave. And those are always just the smallest. Oh yeah, smallest things you've ever fucking seen. Little, like I'm talking about, like these mix. old dudes are wearing the exact same bikini bottoms as the fucking hot chicks at Meriwether Baths. <laughs> and we the say exact that exact same, dude. We say that respectfully. Res- hey, respectfully. All right, cunts. Thanks for tuning in, Taylor Coftry. Thanks for coming on. Tell the people where they can find you. On uh, the just media. Taylor Coftry on Instagram, and uh, if fucking you want to mate on the 16th and 17th of december come and watch me at the friday and saturday night showcase at the newcastle comedy club and also (laughs) tickets are on sale right now for mine and sam siller's canberra comedy festival show it's called opposite of adults it's on the 18th of march it's at 6 30 on a fucking saturday it's fucking prime time Let's fucking sell it out, dude. We're already selling tickets, bro. We're almost half out and they've been on sale for a couple of days. Buy more tickets so we can get another fucking show and earn more money. Buy some tickets. Bring your mates. Respectfully get your dicks out. Have a good time at the shows. And uh, don't forget, the Newcastle Comedy Club is on every Tuesday for open mics. It's on Saturday and sun- uh, Friday and Saturday for the showcases. You can catch me at the Newcastle Comedy Club uh, on the 9th and the 10th, I'm going to be supporting the one and only Rory Law. Absolute fucking funny cunt. He is open for Bert Kreischer and done tours with Bert. He's a fucking throbber. So if you're in Newcastle or if you're in Canberra and you're thinking, fuck, they can't be that hot in Newcastle. Surely they're not that hot. Buy some tickets, bruh. Get some accommodation. Cruise up here. View God's country respectfully. Look at all the hotties and then go back and tell the walruses that they can get fucked. <laughs>
And as always, smoke weed every day. Yeah.